David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here's David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. In this episode, our focus is a divine birth announcement. We have entered the season of Advent, a time of expectation, preparation, and celebration of Jesus coming into the world as a baby, knowing he would give his life on the cross for our sins. In this world of darkness and evil, we need something to look forward to. We need hope, especially now during 2020, a year filled with trials beyond measure. During this season of expectation, I believe God is doing a major work within his church. He's shaking us that we would lay aside things that hinder us from offering hope to the world, knowing we are so close to the coming of the Lord. When we meditate on the word of God, we are convinced that the hope he provides never ends, no matter what is taking place in the world or in our own personal lives. More than 700 years before Jesus was born as a baby, the announcement of his coming was given. Isaiah 7:14 and chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 are referred to so often during the season of Christmas. I refer to these verses as a divine birth announcement. Here's what they say. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. In chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The birth of the Savior, the Lord himself gave a specific sign. 
Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son. This is a natural impossibility. It had never happened prior to this, and it will not happen again. God has set apart the coming of Jesus in the supernatural realm. Neither man or any false god will ever copy this life-giving miracle. And she will call his name Emmanuel. This promise is confirmed when the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. In the midst of all we are experiencing, this is a reassuring promise and a powerful source of hope and great encouragement. In Isaiah 9, 6, where it says, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. I love to connect that with John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This is the greatest hope of all. No matter how long we've been saved, no matter how long we've walked with Jesus, this promise overwhelms our hearts with his joy unspeakable and full of glory. It goes on and says, And the government will rest on his shoulder. Jesus has all authority. So often we quote Matthew 28, 19, and 20, which is great. But I want to read Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. These are words of Jesus' authority. And if we look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, they also speak of his authority. And it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became Came obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What a powerful portion of scripture. So back in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, we read again of the power of his name. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Pastors, as you preach God's word, your heart's desire for people is to know Jesus in each of these powerful ways. It would make a significant difference in the way we live our lives and interact with others if we did. It would so greatly impact our identity as his church, the body of Christ. John 20 verse 31 emphasizes the power of the name of Jesus. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Returning to Isaiah chapter 9, it says, Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
What an incredible word of hope. On earth, governments, monarchies all diminish. They even come to an end. Here, the word assures us that the kingdom of God will stand now and for eternity in power and great glory, a government of true justice and peace, upon the throne of David, established forever. How is this possible? The Bible says the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. In an upside-down world, this everlasting promise brings hope and great encouragement to our souls. I think of the power we have in the name of Jesus. Acts 4.12 says, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Words spoken by Peter after he and John were arrested for teaching the people and preaching Jesus, the resurrection from the dead, as recorded in Acts 4, verse 2. Thinking of the many attributes of the name of Jesus we find in Isaiah, along with all that will be accomplished through him, Isaiah 9, 7, I want to repeat, it says the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You know, this same zeal is what equips and enables you and me to continue in our calling to fulfill our ministry. The same zeal will carry us through every storm, every trial. We're guaranteed victory in the name of Jesus and the zeal of the Lord of hosts. As the people of God, as his church, we need the zeal of the Lord of hosts in this spiritual battle we currently find ourselves in. Zeal is the power of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit that enables and energizes us for every good work. There are times when we wonder if we can complete the task that God has given us. Remember Mary's question after the angel Gabriel told her that she, a virgin, would conceive and give birth to a son, the Son of God? In Luke 2, verse 34, she asked, How can this be, since I am a virgin? And in verse 35, the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. This is the same zeal, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the awesome power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 11 says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Power to renounce sin, power to live the authentic Christian life, and power to fulfill our calling and leadership that a great many people would open their hearts and respond in faith to this divine birth announcement beginning new life in Jesus. Let's pray and ask God to strengthen us to spread the hope of Jesus more than ever before during this season of Advent. Father, we come before you lifting up every pastor, every pastor's family, every leadership team in each church. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen us and equip us for every good work during this season of Advent, this season of expectation. May we spread the hope of Jesus Christ like we've never done before. Our heart's desire is to lead people to the cross, that they'd be set free from sin and darkness. Lord, I pray that you would bless each and every person listening who's been affected by so many of the things going on in our world. Lord, I pray you would help us to move past the heaviness this year has brought upon us, that we would allow you to lift our burdens, that we would serve with joy and expectation that would make a difference in this world for your glory. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart. Thank you.